to Two Profs in a Pod. I'm Tanisha. I'm Beth. And we are faculty at Glendale Community College in Arizona. And we are so excited because today we are going to be talking to another fellow faculty member um, and just having a little bit of conversation because, you know, since we can't be on campus, <laughs> uh, one of the things that we miss most is actually being able to connect with other human beings face to face having conversations when you're going from one place to the other. The episode you are about to listen to is slightly different from our usual format. In this episode, we spend some time catching up with Renee about her summer, and then we jump into some of the things that the library has been up to. All right. Yeah, we just really want to welcome Renee to our episode today. She's library faculty at GCC and has been for the last nine years. Before that, she was a business librarian at Thunderbird School of Global Management. And prior to that, she was a public librarian in Nottingham, England. Ooh. And uh, she went to school at SUNY New Paltz and the University of Wisconsin. Welcome, Renee. Thank you. Woo, it's so it's, good to be here. It's good to have you. It's good to see you. You too. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's a privilege. So my first question is, how's Beyonce? Beyonce is awesome. She had a lovely summer with her flock mates in Washington. So I think she's a little down right now because it's so hot out, but uh, we're trying to get them through the summer. I, if, for those of you who don't know, Beyonce's a chicken. <laughs> so um, she's out there now. I was telling Tanisha and, and Beth that she's, she's ice skating right now. We put a block of ice out there every day so they can cool off with their big fan and some watermelon and some grapes. So, yeah. Sounds, sounds lovely. Yeah, it sounds awesome. I, I wouldn't mind some of that right now. Yeah. No, right? Some great stuff. A little bit of ice skating with a little block. <laughs> this that sounds is, amazing. <laughs> this isn't on the list, but I have to know. So you just took them up there with Washington, to Washington with you? We did. We, this is the, this was the second time that we have done it. Um, I read on online, lots of people in the chicken raising community share information and give advice to others. Um, if you put them in a small box, so they're comfortable and you give them watermelon for hydration, um, they will actually, they're the best um, travel mates. They don't peep. They don't poop. They don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> they kind of go into a very deep sleep state. Um, and then you wake them up when you get there. It's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. We also know. traveled with a bunny and two dogs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So what are your other chickens names? Um, so my youngest daughter named them all, and she's a big popular music fan. So they're all named after uh, female um, singers. So we have Mariah, we have Kelly, we have J-Hud, we have Gwen. Um, we had an Alicia, but unfortunately she passed away. Um, and, and then Beyonce, oh, and we had, we just received one more. She was gifted to us in the spring from Megan Kennedy's mom, 
and her name is Rue, and uh, she's actually named after the character in The Hunger Games. Oh, okay. I was wondering. Oh, yeah. I love The Hunger Games. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. And, and Rue's amazing. She's actually eight years old. Wow. Yeah. So they live a long time. Do they really? Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. And they're fantastic. They can they can recognize a hundred faces. Wow. wow. How many people knew that? Like there I didn't know that. I don't see any hands going up right now. <laughs> <laughs> of course, all my library colleagues know that because this is all I talk about. And they're probably like, oh, come on. <laughs> Keep moving it forward. <laughs> okay, so we'll 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 go into a completely different direction. So I know that Renee is a huge fan of podcasts. So one of my questions for you is have you discovered a new favorite or something you're listening to right now that you really like that you would recommend to people? So I actually took a detour and I have been doing more audiobooks than podcasts recently. But um, one that I consistently listen to is the New York Times, The Daily. Um, I just like that deep dive, um, talking to uh, reporters who are experts in particular areas. Um, I also am very curious about Nice White Parents. I don't know if either of you have heard of it, no. but it's a new serial podcast. I think they're doing it in, or they've created it in collaboration with the New York Times. And it just addresses like the problems of public schools and racism. Um, and then of course, you know, Michelle Obama's podcast is on my list. I will get it, get to it at some point and Brene Brown, but yeah, but audiobooks have been very good to me this uh this year, I, I, have, I have listened to many books, and it allows me, I don't know if either of you knew, but as a child, I had reading differences, so um, reading has always been a struggle for me, like through college, but um, listening to audiobooks allows me to plow through as much as I want to read, but have a more difficult time doing when I can just do it visually, so. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I love listening to audiobooks. I, I, I've been doing it for a couple of years now, and it's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. And if you get a good reader, man. Yep. Yeah. I've been listening to, I'm on the last book of the Gunslinger series. Um, I don't know. Beth, are you a Stephen King fan? Because I know you like that dark side of stuff. T- Tanisha I is. I am a Stephen King fan. <laughs> I am, but I've only read uh, book one of the Gunslinger series, but you said you're almost done. Yes, and book one was my least favorite. Okay. Of the series. Okay. So, uh, Wizard and Glass is probably my favorite, but um, the last one is so interesting, or maybe the last two. He writes himself into the books. Yeah, I can see. Did you know that? Yeah. That is like... (laughs) which is cool yeah Yeah. I love it and the gunslinger hates him (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I love it that's cool we're such nerds (laughs) yeah and I feel like you already addressed well not not maybe not yet but the next question really goes into books 
so like the question is what's the best book you read this summer or listened to this summer mm-hmm. for the audiobook was there any, yeah. anything that you were like yes that was awesome that was great yeah i mean the gunslinger series was really good i did read a p- couple of political or listen to a couple of political oriented books so i won't bring those up here <laughs> but um what else uh you know i was moving around so we have a house in washington that we just purchased last year um we had we have been doing so much work on that house so that's why the auto book audiobooks were so helpful as well because i could move and yet take in information as i did so um which just suits me so well. So a lot of activity this summer, really not a lot of time to sit down and do things. You're so good at transitioning to all of the the next things that we want to talk about with you, which is, you know, did you get away this summer? And, and what was the best part about that? And so, yes, you went to Washington. And what was the best part of that? The, I mean, just the beautiful scenery. Is we have the house we bought has these enormous pine trees in the backyard and just sitting there and, and just watching the birds come and the deer. And um, I actually saw a mama raccoon with her three babies. <laughs> so, which I didn't even think they came out during the day, but they do, at least the mamas do. Um, and oh, garter snakes. Do you guys like snakes? No. Oh, they really bring out the kid in you? Like just picking them up and, you know, hanging with them? So, so much fun. <laughs> I couldn't convince any of my kids when they, they came down to, you know, partake, but I loved it. I love that. Well, and you get to be outside and in nature, and a lot of times in the summer in Arizona, we just, we're staying indoors. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just Every too hot. Every day outside. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm a little bit jealous of that. So you mentioned how um, your kids weren't feeling the snakes. <laughs> no, not at all. They kept, no, my husband either. You know, when I first met my husband, I would chase him with daddy long legs. <laughs> and he would just run. <laughs> I'd rather have daddy long legs than snakes, honestly. So, which would be... Uh, which actually brings us to the next question. You mentioned your family. So the next question is, how is your family? Everyone's doing well. Everyone's working from home. All of our, we have three adult children. They're all working from home. My son, who's a comedian in Seattle, got invited to submit a portfolio to Stephen Colbert. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was really good. He, he, he did already get um, a rejection letter. Oh. <laughs> okay. Great learning experience for him, and just the fact that he was invited to do that, um, I think it made him feel really good. Um, so that's a little mom bragging. Um, and my youngest daughter is actually starting at GCC um, this semester. Nice, great, good yeah. for her. Yeah, we're very excited. That's awesome. We started the enrollment process over the summer, and she does have learning differences, so we're working with DRS and. We just found both advising at GCC and DRS to be phenomenal and um, just so supportive and warm. And this is really, I'm from my heart, like I'm, um, I'm, I'm serious. Like 
it was a very good experience for um, she's very nervous and they really um, helped her relax about coming and um, know that she has the support and she'll also be um, right now she's thinking education. So um, Tina Franklin and that team, they, they were wonderful as well. So really terrific people we have on campus. That's so good to hear. That's, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good. It, it's just good to know, like it just confirms, like you know it, but when you have someone in that student seat and you're, you know, experiencing that with them, you know, firsthand then, yeah. We yeah. are really good. And it's it's just good to hear because I'm sure that students are nervous ordinarily, but I think probably now with just about everything being online, probably mm-hmm. even more so. Yeah, I think so. Everybody's a little off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every, and I think everyone is feeling it. It's, mm-hmm. you know, incoming students, faculty, staff, we're, mm-hmm. we're definitely in new territory for the most part this fall. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Renee, you're, you work in the library here. What, give us a sneak peek of what's on the horizon having that, that, that we can get excited about what's going on in the library. Well, we have a lot going on in the library. Um, So first of all, I will say that we really are proud of the way that we all responded to the COVID situation and, you know, navigated all of our services online. I have to say I work with a really phenomenal team of librarians and we do have a new chair um, who started in the spring, Elizabeth Saliba. And Elizabeth is incredibly supportive and she's so student-centered and you know everyone should just know that they can turn to her for anything I mean librarians and others you know faculty and staff on campus she's she's incredible Um, but we are we're continuing to um, work toward our goal of providing the best support for students and faculty in the online format um, we will have door side pickup um, this semester at the library. So students will be able to pick up books and CDs and DVDs and things like that. Um, we are going to have some limited test textbook scanning. So um, we'll be able to assist faculty and students with that. Um, and we did get permission for that from legal. So that's all above mm-hmm. board with copyright. <laughs> um, so, and we do have a new ebook collection. It's ProQuest Academic Ebook, and it, it will go toward helping support students and um, faculty this semester um, since we'll be working mostly online. Um, and we also, Ed, of course, is working in the collection realm, and he's our lead for collections. And he um, has, will be receiving lots of anti-racism titles that he's put in a queue for um, this upcoming semester. So if you have an interest there, or students do, please look for those. Um, Jose um, is leading our team in working with OER. So we really wanna make more headway in that area. Um, and of course, Sean, um, 
everybody loves Sean and he's just so talented and his e-portfolio system is now, you'll be able to get to that through the library website. And I think you all know about that because you're, your podcast is linked in the ePortfolio system, right? So as well as hosting traditional um, portfolios for students, it will have some other things too uh, that might be of interest to people. Um, and then finally, um, the library is likely gonna partner with Amnesty International, our, our, our Amnesty Club on campus for the annual Banned Books Week. And um, we're probably gonna do something, and this again is Ed's area, um, like some sort of virtual reading or read out. Okay. So if anybody has any interest in any of those, the OER would be Jose, Collections Ed, and then the portfolio system would be Sean. And everything, Elizabeth has the big umbrella. And so. what do you have, Renee? I, I lead reference. Um, I'm the liaison for health sciences. And um, actually, Michelle, Karen, and I, and Elizabeth have been working on a redesign of an IFS 210 class that we'll be offering this semester. Michelle and I will be teaching it. So if you have any students who are interested, it would be especially good for students maybe business students or students um, interested in public health or um, international studies or anthropology because it's actually it's called um, IFS 210 is research in a global society and we're going to look at how cultural forces impact information production and distribution and the inequities in access to information and, and things like that. And it, we love it. It's going to be very hands-on, lots of fun. Um, yeah, so I think students who take it will be pleased. And it does have um, those transferable tags. I think it's G and essay, but don't quote me on that. Okay, since you've developed that for this fall, do you think that's something that you would offer each semester for we're a little while? We will. Um, we're hoping students will take it. Okay. Um, right now, we only have four students enrolled, so we're, we're hoping that, to see more enroll in that. And, okay. you know, anybody who could encourage a student who's looking for an elective, again, and maybe in um, global studies or, you know, something that might fit into that area, that would be fantastic. Okay. Great. And yeah. What, what are, yeah, thank you. One of the things that we always end off on is just like what's on our radar. So just something that we're looking forward to that's coming up. So is there anything on your radar that you're yes, looking forward to? I am to? looking forward to more episodes of Nailed It. Have you guys yes. seen that? Yes. I love Nicole. I love <laughs> Nailed It. That is my show. Me too. We totally binged that this summer, my daughter and I, and I have never laughed harder. She is just oh phenomenal. Yeah. And of course, Jock. You can't forget Jock. But. Yeah. And for, and for our listeners who don't know, um, Nailed It is on Netflix. It's, it's a show about people who aren't the, the greatest bakers, and they're given professional baking tasks. And it usually comes out in hot mess. And that is the entertainment of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Nailed it. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. 
What's on your radar, Tanisha? Uh, what's on my radar? Um, like it, I've, like it was mentioned earlier, I am a Stephen King fan. I am currently reading the book The Outsider. So the best way I can describe it, it's yeah, woo! It's a. Uh, <laughs> The best way I can describe it is like a supernatural mystery. I'm working my way through it so that uh, my husband and I can watch the series because they made a series out of it on TV. So that's on my radar. Awesome. And I'm, I'm waiting. I, I haven't gotten to it yet, but I am reading, uh, getting ready to read um, Small Teaching Online by Flower Derby from NAU. And it's been on my list for a while and actually was really hard to get a copy late spring, early summer. And I finally got my copy not too long ago. So I'm looking forward to, to digging into that, especially because there's so much more online now than there used to be. So I'm hoping to get some really good brain-based strategies that uh, will help increase learning for students. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Renee. Thank you. This is so fun. It's been great to see you and talk to you. And it, it, maybe it feels a little bit like we ran into each other on campus and said hi. It does. This is like the best Zoom call I've had. (laughs) (laughs) You guys let me laugh. You let me do all this fun stuff I like to do. So, okay, good. Good. We love it. Thank you so much, listeners, for joining us on Two Props in a Pod. And we look forward to having you join us for our next episode as we focus on teaching, learning, and other stuff. 